Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to episode 232 of the Business Bootcamp podcast. So today I'm going to be talking with an actual a local uh, entrepreneur that does window cleaning, and they drop by my office, and you can hear other stuff going on in the background, so I, forgive me, it's, it's just in our, at our landscape office. Uh, he dropped by, the audio isn't the best, but it's kind of a cool, I don't rarely, it's very rare that I actually record an in-person consultation meeting and so it's gonna be cool i think you'll enjoy it a lot before we get to get into today's show though big thank you to today's sponsor which is gusto if you haven't already go to gusto.com slash bootcamp for their free 90 day trial they're giving just to us as business bootcamp podcast listeners and one of the things i haven't talked a whole lot in this past little bit about gusto is it allows you to do the benefit side of the business. And more specifically, it allows you to do the health benefits. So it can be a really cumbersome task to do group health for a small business. You have to do a bunch of forms and paperwork and sometimes difficult to get good quotes from the, the myriad of companies and explain to you know, get simple uh, you know, explanations of what each plan covers. Gusto does all that for you and presents it in a very simple way. Like if you could really kernelize everything that Gusto is about. I'd say it's simplifying complex problems when it comes to payroll and benefits. And so it takes all what you do is you put all your cut your employees' data in there as far as name and their age and all that good stuff. And then it can spit out at you the, the quotes from all these different companies as far as health benefits. So it's very, very valuable if you have company and you are looking to give benefits, health benefits to retain your quality talent. I highly recommend you check out gusto.com slash bootcamp and get a free 90-day trial. Try it out. Tell me how it goes for you. Now, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into the show today. I'm not going to talk a whole lot here. Um, basically, this this is a, a an owner. His name is Eric of a local window cleaning business in our area. And so I want to go ahead and just play this clip for you. He stopped by our office. Uh, like I think he, he came in and then he, he was talking to our office staff and just asking about you know how we do things and how we get our people and people just kind of notice some of the things that we do with, with our company. And uh, it's kind of funny, like the other day, literally my office staff is telling another business owner how to do collections and things like that. Um, and so we've kind of become a hub, I think, of people who listen to the podcast or know a little bit about me and know that I don't mind sharing information. And so we kind of become a hub for this stuff. But um, this is a really cool conversation. I just threw my iPhone down on the desk and pushed record. The one problem is when I, when I pick my phone back up, You'll notice here in this in this clip, there's like a 20 minute section missing. It just it'll just blank out, and that's because that's when I picked up my phone and showed him some stuff on my phone online, and it was actually really the best part of the whole you know talk. I thought as far as insight that I haven't mentioned here on the podcast before uh, about certain things on mobile and how to use it. So, anyways, I, I figured you'd still get some good good. Uh, you'd still like this, so let's go ahead and jump into this recorded episode from about few, uh, probably three four weeks ago with. Uh, a local entrepreneur named Eric. Here we go. Whatever, but uh, I just heard from one of your podcasts. You told me about oh, that yesterday. Did you listen to it? A couple, of, oh. a couple different things. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of randomly all over. Yeah, but I heard and I just um, um, the second time. It's like you know, this isn't a window cleaning business or a landscaping. It's a sales. Yeah. You know, and uh, not feeling like I'm a salesman right. um, at all. Um, you know, someone listen to your podcast. Yeah. How to respond to that or whatever. Yeah, so do, are you looking to kind of scale up the business now? I am. I've, I, I've reached a few plateaus, and right now, it's, last few years, it's been as comfortable as it's ever been. Yeah. Um, I feel like it continue that way, but I, my body 
doesn't want to keep doing. Mm -hmm. I so you're doing most of the work right no, now? No, very little actually, okay, good. but it's still too much. <laughs> right, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm probably doing fourth-fifth of the work until the bottom or repeating that. Well, I try to keep myself as a floater for the right. most part. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to get out of doing that as much as possible. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I kind of get to, you know, the two to maybe four-man crew, Okay. back and forth, but mm -hmm. I haven't really gone beyond that and got long-term people. And Is that kind of the the um, thing that's the hard part you think for growing right now, like scaling up, is finding good people? Uh, is that the main block or sales? Yeah, I've had, well, um, probably both. The, the whole people person has been fairly good. I've okay. been pretty lucky yeah. with that. Um, but I've, this will be the third guy who's going out on their own. They okay. me for a few years, and I kind of know that ahead of time. Yeah. You know, they all, they all have college degrees. They're way smarter than I am. Right. You know, they um, they know they can do what I'm doing. Right, right. And whatever. And, you know, they end up being a one-man operation, so mm -hmm. not really a threat. Mm -hmm. In the transition, their help, they keep working for me till they fill up their schedule. Right. So it's worked that way, too. I keep on a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, I really need someone who can make it up the... the up the, the wage, the benefit package, get that whole thing in place. It could yeah. be somebody's career. Right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah like, it's interesting. Um, there was one window cleaning guy that I talked to on the podcast before. I don't know if I recorded it or not. Um, but he he did something differently because he had the same issue. That he would work for him for a while and start their own thing. Right. So what, I, what I, we talked about and he ended up doing was he actually allowed them to go out and get their own customers, do whatever they want, work under his brand name, mm -hmm. and they just like would split the sales essentially. Uh -huh. So they didn't have to deal with like the legal aspect, hiring aspect, and nothing like that. Right. And then he would just kind of break it all with them, split all. I think right. I don't know what they split with us. It was something like he got thirty percent and they kept seventy. Right. They had to do all the work, customer follow up, etc. Yeah. They worked under his name basically. Yeah. It's cheaper to have one business and two. Right. For and and then a lot of them don't want to deal with the hiring and the sales part and all of that. Yeah. Or and, and they'd rather just work for someone. Uh, yeah. The alternative though really is the hard part, like even for us, you know, anyone can do landscaping. Non compete clauses. We have non compete in there. Um, I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah. Um, the thing is that's hard about cleaning is it's the same kind of general thing with landscaping. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Right. So it to get around that you got to build the infrastructure of a business that generates sales. Right. So they're like, okay, I come to work every day and I'm gonna have work, yeah. or I'm gonna go up on my own and like cross my fingers and hope I'm getting work. Right. And so generating, creating that sense of like security is really important for them. And so that's when the sales becomes really important. Mm -hmm. And then as you generate sales and you grow your organization, you have places for them to grow into besides them going into getting another job. Right. For instance, like Fenton, my project manager, um, if, if there wasn't a place for him to grow into here, he could easily get another job in construction or something like that, right. and, and he wouldn't be here anymore. So now he can be a manager, grow within the company. Sure. And so having the ability to have someone that's, when you get a great person, instead of just like funneling them more and more money, right. having a place for them to grow into is important. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so that's why the sales part, if you can keep the sales funnel full, right. and you're constantly busy and you're growing, people are like, oh, well, like, maybe there's a future here for right. me. That, how do you go... At some point, you know, so you got three guys, and then go to the fourth. Well, mm -hmm. you got you're keeping this schedule full. Yeah. But then the fourth, you just part time during busy season, kind of employ them, and then see who right. sticks or let go. And yeah. So we we used to do quite a bit of part timers. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd say like last summer, uh, probably five or six people were kind of just like when we needed them, part time kind of okay. thing during right. the summer. Um, we're really moving away from that now. Yeah. Because as we've grown, we can kind of make sure that we're busy during the winter. We can move bigger projects in the day at that time of year. Right. Um, 
but I know you're seasonal as well, very yeah, much. Yeah, it's real so. similar, yeah. yeah. And so, either A, like what we had to do is like look at other areas. Like we started doing tree service, we got a chipper, invested in some dump truck stuff. Right. To facilitate work that we can do during the winter, give people discounts in the fall, say, hey, if you wait till December, January, right. you're going to get 10% off. Okay. Um, so, whether it be other services that you can pack on, yeah. like even like pressure washing, things like that, that complement what cleaning. you do. Yeah. Yeah, gutter cleaning, especially because you got the ladders and all the stuff set up, right? Yeah. Because like, even with us, we do gutters, but as soon as we hit a, a certain height, we tell them we don't want to do it. Right. Because I, the guys aren't trained for it necessarily. I don't, I don't want them getting hurt when yeah. they could be on an excavator doing something a whole lot more than gutters. Right. Yeah. So it's, but it's the same similar thing. We'll do them during yeah. December, January when we're slower. Right. Um, but we're really moving away from the part time thing because if someone's part time, they're they're not here. They're not integrated very well. Right. They don't get how we operate. Every time they come, if they only like say weekends, it takes them like a while to integrate. Like where are we at in this job? What's going on? They're not as efficient. They're not as efficient, right? And so the, the challenge is the sales aspect to make sure the funnels bit like okay. stacked up. Because the last thing you want to do is hire a bunch of people. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we don't have any work. Right. That's. that's you got to pay them. Yeah. And you know, right. So that's the tough part. The 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 thing is. All of a sudden, I find when, when people staff up even a little bit too much, the pressure of getting the sales usually gets the sales to come to them. Because like you have that pressure of, like, i got to get work made. Right. And yeah. so whether that be for us, like if we come to like um, August when we slow down a little bit, kind of yeah. have a lull in the, in the summer when it gets really hot because the, the mowing drops off, right. what we'll do is we'll go back through all our old estimates and say, hey, okay, now we'll discount. So we only discount when we're slow and we're trying to get our schedule backed up because right. I like to have at least three weeks of like I know we're scheduled for work okay. and we're going down to like a one like right. we're going to do something we're going to contact people we've done estimates for all of that sort of stuff okay so you have a, like a constant contact or some, some uh, email blast type thing yeah yeah so you probably keep track of all of your client's name and emails and everything oh, yeah. now so with do you, do you know how many hundred you have like contacts uh those 2300 in my database that's amazing yeah like but I, I mean i do four, four or five hundred a year that's amazing yeah but i have records going back that's good started 20 years and you have their emails not many emails. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just starting to collect that more. But yeah, so that's kind of like, a lot yeah. of my clients, some of them don't even have email yet. Or, right. And they don't check it. I tried invoicing with emails, and that's kind of a disaster. A lot of them. Okay. Just, uh, All right, so you have an older clientele probably? Yeah, I mean, it's probably very similar to Very yours. similar. Yeah, yeah, but the whole, I haven't got the email thing dialed in. Have, so right now, like, do you mail their invoices? Is that what you do right I, now? Yeah, I'll kind of okay. go back to that. Yeah, real slow. No, there's no handwriting. It's just, it's printed, it's folding thirds, it's stuck in a pre- it's really fast. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, um, we found that maybe, what do you think, 2% of people, 3% of people don't have an email right now? Liz? Sorry. Do you, what percentage of people don't have email out of us? Like, 2 3%? Yeah, not many. Yeah, 2 3%. Well, how many people check it on a regular basis, like a business order, you know, daily? They do. Do you think yeah. so? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, if you get the software, that you'll know if they've opened stuff, too. Okay, yeah, that'd be so, good. So, um... Then if they don't, then we follow up. We follow right. up. Okay. We'll call them, say, hey, can you check your email? Um, Maybe one in your junk mail or your junk Yeah, okay. yeah. Like so, like, the advantage of that is as you grow, that that's the next thing. Like, when people get really heavy with sales and they're, like, really busy, they start yeah. dropping the balls on the other stuff. Yeah. And then they, they revert back to their <laughs> old way because they're like, oh, I can't do that. It's too much. Um, so I'd encourage you to try to move towards that. Yeah. I know you, you might have tried it. It might have, like, failed. But, like... Um, I would say even because we do have similar bases, ninety five percent will have it, 
And if they don't check it and it goes overdue or something, we give them a call. They're gonna check it. They're gonna, you know, right. we do have a few that don't have email, and we do mail out their invoices. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at something called House Call Pro that kind okay. of incorporates a lot of this. It's all it's on the phones. It's, yeah. Press a button for payment and know where my guys are at. Oh, that's cool. them. It's, it's yep. all kind of condescending. Yeah, that's similar to what we got. Yeah. Yeah, like as far as sales right now, so you, right now you say mostly like word of mouth. Besides yeah. that, do you do anything? I haven't in years. Okay. I haven't right. done a door right. or anything. And yeah, um, it comes, yeah, just comes in. But, mm -hmm. uh, do you have a website? I do, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, it, 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 things do come through, things through, there. Do come through, through there. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Nice guys, done some work but, um, yeah, so that means probably get, there's some things I can do with that for sure. Yeah, because, um, part of it, I just haven't looked for because I've, I've been shortage of manpower. Okay. That's been my, for the last decade, it's a big problem. I don't want, I don't want to send out flyers because I know it'll happen, I'll get work. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's a horrible spot to be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, it's better than oh, it's better than the alternative, right? It is. Um, I feel very fortunate. That, no, uh, totally. I need to plug my computer in. Uh, for us, like that's the place you want to be in, where you're not paying per lead, right? Yeah. So basically, when it comes down to advertising and getting more sales, you gotta incorporate cost of acquisition to the cost of on your estimate. That's the bottom line. Like it's it's not free. Yeah. And so. Uh, so it's nice when you get referrals because yeah. it's free, basically. Right. The thing is. Um, you can use referrals as a way of marketing without having to pay for it. So what I mean by that is like having some sort of program or having a way that you stay in contact with them yeah. to generate those referrals. I have a lot of the, refer the people who the the information I've just never done anything with it. Right, right. Yeah. Like I think even your even the you know two thousand people you got even their mailing addresses mm -hmm. to send a flyer to them. Yeah. You know you might look at. Um, about thousand dollars to send them send them all you know right. so, well plus print so like twelve fifty yeah. to send them all a mailer. Um, I guarantee you out of that you're gonna well, get a ton of business. No, I used to do that. I had a quarter sheet bright okay bright yellow yep. quarter sheet address on one side dirty windows question mark you know call whatever no discount yep. no nothing and that would consistently bring in work and I know it, it right, right now it would even to your existing customers yeah yeah right. that's the only only place I've ever really advertised. I mean yeah. I have a little yellow page and I have a little stuff here and there some other. Right, you know, right, right. Little stuff you try, but uh, but yeah. So it's not so much even getting customers. Yeah. Um, it's the people part. Yeah, it's the employees. How do we go from you know? Okay, my crew's full, but I want to hire another one, mm -hmm. but I don't can't fill their work up. At least not right now. Do you have one truck right now or two? Um, or I kind of have three myself. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in in between. I've, I, do you send them as crew crews of two, like two guys per, or one? It varies all the time. Okay. I'm trying to separate separate out commercial and residential. Okay. So just trying that out where one guy's commercial, so he doesn't need big ladders or anything. Yeah. Small little car, then I have a truck. Okay. Um, it can be two guys. Ideally, I have three three vehicles plus mine. Okay. Okay. So so right now you have two or three employees. Um. Two with another guy. One guy just kind of. Phased out. Another okay. guy will be coming back as soon as he gets off the mountain snowboarding. Oh, okay. So that actually works out good. It is. That's perfect. I had three snowboarders out of one house. Working wow, for that's good. <laughs> that's, see, that, that's what you got to look for, right? Like, it's right. like the niche that, like, like for us, it's, it's people coming out of the military. Okay. That's who I'm going after. All right. So, um, when I had one of those who was great. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, for, that's for us because we are looking for a year round. Like, I wouldn't handle a snowboarder. Checking out for five months. Uh, yeah. So right, it's, it's but like if that works really good for your well, schedule, it's challenging. Oh, it is. He's always like, you know, can you move something because you know, big dump of snow coming. Oh, right. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, like not the, ideal, but it's worked. Totally, yeah. Like if you find that, like, like the classic is rafting. They do rafting in the summer and snowboarding in the winter, oh. and like <laughs> that's the the you know they come. There's always on sports, but anyways. Oh yeah. But like, uh, like as far as finding good people, the, the the really the bottom line is is finding them isn't too hard. It's keeping them. Yeah. Right, because um, a good person, you have to remember. They're gonna have options. Mm -hmm. It's the people who aren't good right. that don't have options and will yeah. stay with you forever. Yeah. So the good people, the challenge is you gotta compensate them correctly. You gotta challenge them. That's usually the biggest one mm -hmm. for small businesses that we are if we're not growing enough that they don't feel challenged. Okay. And if they're if they're an A player, they're yeah. gonna go look for something else. Yeah. That, so that's I've had a number of them, and like I said, they go off on their own. Yep. The guy I'm doing a commercial right now, he is thankful to be getting minimum wage and having a vehicle to get to work. Right. And uh, you know. Provide a jacket. So, mm -hmm. he, um, so it, for that aspect, I mean, um, yeah. So he's not the A player. He's right. you know probably a, a C guy. But if he can be dependable, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so there's two right. There's two ways to do it. Either A, you hire experienced people that are A players, and you're gonna pay top dollar. Yeah. You're gonna have to really maintain them to make sure they stay challenged. Or the other option is you hire C players, but you have the systems in place to get them at least to a B player, right. and then they'll stay with you forever. Yeah. Um, and so that's one way to look at it too. Is like, okay, I don't need the best people because they're probably going to go start their own business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if they get good at what you're, they're going to look at you as training. They're going to jump ship. Yeah. Like that's it's not a bad thing for you. It's not a bad thing for them. It's yeah. just what it is. What it is, right? So, but if you can make it where okay, we have systems in place for training. We have systems in place for how compensation happens. Uh, how to get them integrated, working more with the customer so they're more valuable, so I can pay them more. Yeah. Um, if you have those systems in place, someone that is a C player can come along, and they're not a C player anymore because you've told them the steps exactly where how to do things, right? So whether that be uniforms, whether it be a system for how they need to communicate with the customer, um, a big thing is, is getting a C player to communicate with the customer okay. so you don't have to be there right. as you scale up. Um, and making sure they're trained on how to be with the customer, how to communicate okay. with them. So that way, you can have five people working. Right. They might not be the best, but they know how to communicate with the customer, they that know how to get the good. job yeah, done, yeah. and, and then the you don't have to be at every single job. Yeah. Right? Because I'm guessing right now you kind of get the job started. No, I, I, no? Uh, um, yeah, no, my, my tr I, last summer, two trucks, two vehicles in all Birmingham, right, so and I don't even see them. Because oh. they're, all, they're all recurring. Is that correct? Excellent. The clients are the, the, the clients. Yeah, um, some are, some aren't. Oh, okay, yeah. so a lot of one time. Yeah, good. no, I, they've I've been pretty hands off That's for good. majority of the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so do, right now, do you do training or like do you yeah. with the guys? Yeah, so I'll I'll spend time with them at the beginning, mm -hmm. and it, it is almost easier getting people who have no experience and experience. Right. Um, so you're tempted to go with experienced guys once in a while because they can just get in there and do that, but yeah. they're not doing it my way, yeah. and then they're tainting the other guys. So yeah. it's it's been a, a trade off too. Right, right. Have you have you tried like how much of your work is recurring versus one time? Uh, percentage like half? Oh, at least yeah. Okay. Or, yeah, majority of it. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean the summer you get all the people selling the houses, so it's a one time right. deal. But I keep their addresses, and if I like the house, yeah. the new client whoever just moved in gets My a notice. Opinion. Yeah. Um. So, hey, I cleaned your house. Yeah, because yeah. the more recurring, like for us, like mowing lawns is recurring. We don't make money on recurring, like uh, mowing. Um, money is made in the landscaping. It's I don't know if that's similar with you as far as you know the one time move-ins for construction or how that works but um you say you make more money on that no we don't make any money on really recurring 
Okay. Like mowing. Uh, it's a, maybe 20 to 25% of our business, okay. but we do it so that we have consistent work for the guys. Right. Um, and so there's the balance of like, okay, we got to get a certain base of lawn care so that we can keep the guys busy. We know we have them slotted, so right. we don't have the problem of like, maybe we can't fill their schedule. Right. And then we go out and look for the, the gravy, which uh, is the landscaping. Okay. And so we can cover all the bills with the, the lawn care, and right. then everything beyond that is kind of oh. is gravy. So I don't know where the money is at really in your business, yeah. but I bet if you broke it down, there's certain things that you make money on all the time, and it's like, all the time great, and yeah. other times it's just like, you're just kind of getting by, right. and then you just gotta balance out what you're going for too. Like, so when you do, if you do start marketing stuff, Go towards the stuff that's gonna make you the money. For instance, us, we aren't gonna make the money when we're doing like concrete walls. We might have a 10, 15% profit margin. Right. If I go do a cleanup though, and I send a guy, a couple guys out for a cleanup, yeah. they'll be a 60% margin. Okay. Uh, and so I'm not gonna go out and try to get these massive landscaping jobs. They might look cool for pictures, right? But they're not gonna make the money. Yeah. Right. So um, we're keeping the guys employed for. Yeah, like we're just going after the things that we can train people quickly on. Right. That. Is, is profitable like yeah. it's very competitive when you start getting into for us like square footage like pavers and things because right. everyone can compete on price sure but when I can start offering cleanup stuff and we have value add and when it's professionalism is looked at more it's less about spec price right then you can really charge a pre like we're we're far and above um, like the average price around here uh -huh. for most our services okay our customers I'm happy to tell them that um, if they go try someone else, they'll probably come back. Yeah. No. Especially when you're talking about Semiamu, right. Birch Bay Village, retirees, people that have money, yeah. they'd rather pay it an extra 15% to make sure it's getting done right. Yeah. And so that's uniformed employees, that people aren't going to smoke on the job, stuff like that. Right. And so, what's your website address? Uh, A-B-R-I-T-E. Oh, sorry. A-B-R-I-T-E. W-A-Y. W-A-Y. Or, yeah, dot com, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, right away. Cool. Yeah, so like we, we started off <clears throat> with uh, basically flyers, like print ads. Mm -hmm. um, and then have you ever done what's called every door direct mail? Have you heard of that? Uh, yeah, I know there's stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, right. if you just take a bunch of, uh, of um, mail pieces to the post office, they'll go on routes okay. and basically pass it. You can select which route you want. Right. So like you can target just some Yom. Kind of like a value pack thing in a similar, sense? Similar, but they're way cheaper. Okay. Value pack's incredibly expensive. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. No, value pack is incredible. We've never done them. Um, but like you can select, you know, ranges of like five hundred homes, and then right. they have like the income range and the age range that each route has. Sure. So instead of paying forty nine cents per stamp, you pay about seventeen per address. Oh, okay. So if you ever want to do that, yeah. So um, yeah, this is your website. Cool. I've just got that last year. Oh, I really? Really done anything to it? There's okay. a lot of little changes that I've could probably do to it. Is it good. Blaine? Is Blaine where you mostly do your um services? All Whatcom County. Okay. Yeah. So my guys are actually two of them out of, or out of Bellingham. One guy is in, in Blaine here. Mm -hmm. But we go from yeah from South End to Lake Whatcom to clear up to you know Blaine Point Roberts. Okay. Occasional jobs outside of the county. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. So what I'm looking for. So so what what I was getting at is like we started out. I did a bunch of print ads. Now everything's digital. Okay. We we've scaled the company after the first year basically ninety percent based upon Facebook ads, Google AdWords, and then just search engine optimization on your website. Right. So the biggest part of that has just been search engine optimization. When someone searches any sort of our terms, right. we want to make sure we're top. 
Right. Um, that doesn't take a lot of money. That's the positive part, and it right. really is the biggest thing. So I would say as far as from a marketing standpoint, aside from the people part, because um, the people part is a whole different thing as far as like making sure you can challenge them, you're training them, you yeah. can take a C player and make them a B player. That's really the objective in your in our sort of industry, both of us. Right. Either A, you take an A player and you pay them, you're constantly sending them to seminars, you are you know really actively engaged with them, or B, you take a C player and make them a B player, and they're going to yeah. stay with you forever. Um, the challenge is getting the systems in place to make sure they act like a B and not a C. Right. And they don't scare away your customers. Right. Right. So. Um, yeah, in my business too, because you're going inside the homes more. It's, exactly. It's, uh, it's the pool is a little probably even narrower. Mm -hmm. I really think that like going forward, Amazon and Home Depot and things, they're going to be going after two things: outdoors, lawn care and landscaping, mm -hmm. and indoors cleaning. How do they figure that out? Yeah. Like whether it be robot mowers or like you know this whole gamut of stuff happening, or, right? Yeah. Um. Because that's that's the closest you get to the customer. Yeah. Right? Like if you get indoors, yeah. you're really like they gotta trust you a lot. Oh yeah. And that's the whole point about you know, good people. You can't just hire Joe Blow. No, and I've had some people that, you know, were probably awesome employees, but just due to the natural prejudices and looks and people's oh, yeah. opinions of things. Yeah. I just, you know, you can't legally yeah. say that's not why I'm hiring you, but yeah. <laughs> I know how it goes, man. Yeah, but um So um what I would look at then going forward as far as from a marketing standpoint is this is what I would be doing. I do this probably every week and that is search the city that you're going you're going after and then window cleaning. Okay. So there's two different ways, like so for instance, this is important, which I'll get to in a second, this uh -huh. is Google Plus. Right. But then this is the, the what's the the native web search. Sure. What's actually the actual websites. So for Blaine Window Cleaning, you're actually the number one company. Mm -hmm. These are all like Yellow Pages, Better Business Bureau, Andy's List, Porch. These are all right. like accumulative, right? I hate Yelp. Oh, yeah. oh man, do they have, you have bad reviews on there? Or I have like one that? good one and one really bad one. I haven't yeah. figured out. It's, it looks like a lot of time to be invested to counter it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get it. I'll talk about it in a second with Google+. Plus. But like, so, yeah, like, because your other one, I actually saw the Yelp one. Yeah, well, um, oh, it'd be right in here. here. Right, yeah. that's the Google Plus. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would, I would really look at this as as you work on your search engine optimization. Okay. I think even though our market is older, they're also much more inclined to go to Google now than they ever have been right. before. Yeah. No, that's the way it's going. So yeah. It's be and so here. I think, I think this is kind of how it works. Like Google is main mainstream now, mm -hmm. even for our market. I think like most of them know what Google is. They use it all the time. Right. Then you got Facebook, and I think that's where it's going for the really? older. Yeah, I think oh. we have a lot of people on Facebook already. Okay. Um, that's where it's going. I think in five years, Google like search uh -huh. for them will be just as popular as Facebook is. Wow. Okay. The younger generation is going to Instagram and Snapchat right now, right. but like Facebook for older demographic is still very real. Huh. Um, and so I think that's a five year plan, kind of like that's what we we still do a lot of Facebook stuff just for that reason. Okay. You're not gonna get everyone. Like you're not gonna get a lot of them. I'm not saying like the majority, but I'd say fifteen to twenty percent of our customers are on Facebook. Okay. Um, but that being said, Google is still where they're coming. Yeah. And so that's why I go to Google and do this sort of thing. The first one, yeah. So the thing that's positive is these are easy to beat when it comes to search and optimization. The reason they're easy to beat is because they got to, uh, they pay, you know, a ton of, of, of technology guys to make sure they get up here. Right. However, they're trying to service a massive area. Right. You are able to target so much sharper because we're going after a small Whatcom County. 
So what I mean by that is when I say target, the reason you showed up on this first page is because that word right there. Oh, okay. And that word happens to be in a review, it looks like. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, so that happens to be in a review. Someone said the word Blaine on your website. Okay. Uh, that is actually probably, you probably put their name, AW, and then put where they're from. Right. Uh, and then thanks to Eric, blah, blah, blah. So, if I go to your website, yeah, so that's the, that's right here. Oh, okay. That's the, the first thing that shows up. Does it have to be things that are actually visible, or if this scrolls down to a hundred different ones, but you can't see them, is it still seen by Google? Uh, yeah, so Google's going to see any text. So here, I'll show you mine and kind of show what I do. But, um, like the reviews, um, will it see things that aren't seen necessarily on the page, but if you scroll down far enough, mm -hmm. just looking at the whole site, not just right. visible. So, two things. Number one, they're going to put higher weight on the first text. So, this text section right here, that's, mm -hmm. showing, that's your description okay. that Google looks at. Number one is going to be your title. So, this is pretty good. It has Bellingham in there. Mm -hmm. um, what I would recommend doing, I'll show you. Um, what I would try doing is putting the other names of the of the places you, you service okay uh, in your title okay. uh, of your website that's good for Google and then also your description so that's really just gonna be the first few sentences of that text right just put another a bar in there that says something along the lines of been in business for 20 years serving Blaine Linden Ferndale Bellingham right I with window cleaning blah 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 whatever services okay something like that because you're gonna start catching so for instance us I have this whole little tagline, you know, save time, save hassle, let Augusta maintain your landscaping. Right. But then I mention all my keywords. Walking County, lawn care, landscaping, tree service, material delivery. Okay. That's what I want in there, my description. On my website, that's just my first oh, okay. section there. Yeah. But like, back to your point, um, it does scan all the text in your website. Okay. So, um, if you notice here on our website, you can't, most people will never notice it, but I have text down here. Oh. My footer, all, right. all down here. It has all the, the city names and the zip codes. Oh. The reason you want to do that is this is getting really popular. So, yeah. so someone goes here, they go to Siri. So that's, like I said, where my phone cut out. Basically what I did is I picked up my phone and I picked up Siri and showed him really the importance of voice recognition and Siri and how that's going to be can, can you evolve and how SEO plays a big part in that making sure that Google can quickly search your site and see what your zip codes and your city names and where you service why that's so important so I'm sorry I missed it it was really great 20 minutes but then I realized that my phone wasn't recording more so I clicked to record by that time we were already talking about employees and how to find them and how to hire and train them and so I'm going to jump in here and basically I'm talking about the difference between a training process and a hiring process versus just trying someone out, throwing them on the crew, and then crossing your fingers and hoping they work out. You know, we'll just give you a shot, like throw you on the crew, see how you do. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is they see the lack of commitment you have to them, mm -hmm. and you're just kind of trying people out, right. and so they aren't going to be committed to you right off the bat either. When they see that we're invested like three solid days, right. we, we got people around here, we're giving presentation, like we make it a little more formal than mm -hmm. most probably would. Because a lot of people in our industry, they try everyone out and they just have a big shed. They have a bunch of people cycling through right. and it's fine because you, you'll find the good people eventually. The problem is, is the people you do have that are good yeah. get discouraged. Because like all these people are coming through, they're playing with, they're, they have to play with a bunch of C players all the time. Yeah. And if they're an A player, they're not going to want to hang around very long. Right. Right? Yeah, okay. So, um, 
that's why we kind of make it a little informal. I really encourage people to have, like, instead of just having interviews right off the bat, like, send a resume, we'll have an interview. Have something where they get you get together with several of them. You talk about the company, the history of yeah, I like that. how you started, what the vision is for the company. Right. That's what you got to sell people on. Is because, like, if they're looking for a future with the company, you got to sell them on where you want to be. That two and three people, they are looking this as a uh, as a part time job or a, a stop a step to the next one. Right. All right. Um. If, but if you can sell them on the fact that what you're wanting to do in the future, or this is how big we want to be, this is the, what we want to be this in five years, yeah. they can buy into that, sure. and that's really all you got when you got you know you're selling the dream. Yeah. You got to sell them. Yeah. Like it, it uh, really comes down to like sales and everything. And at the, and when you're trying to hire someone, yes, you want to make sure they're good and all that. And they're trying to sell you on them, right. but you're also selling them on the, what the company's all about, the right. culture and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, your business course, how mm-hmm. relevant would that be to uh, um, for the window cleaning? Not very, not yeah, very. Okay. No, um, it's very landscape specific. <clears throat> okay. Um, it's for landscapers. Uh, there's hundreds now that have joined around the country. So our objective is to franchise. Right. And right. yeah, in December. So um, <clears throat> using the, the platform for the podcast is what I'll be doing that for. So I have the business bootcamp, which is more generic for a lot of industries. Okay. Um, and then. And then Maybe that's what I was talking about, the business boot camp then. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The orange one, the orange logo. It was like 275 or I don't know. Yeah, that, that's right. business boot camp podcast. Right. Yeah, the, I have another one, Landscape Business Course. Okay. And then landscapebusinesscourse.com. Um, and that is where I, I sell um, the course from. So would the first one be relevant? The podcast, absolutely. Okay. The business boot camp podcast? Y- yeah. Um, the last one was, if you listen to the last episode, it's different than all my other episodes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'll show you, this is the, oops. yeah, but no, the, the landscape course is really just, um, like you get pieces of stuff, but you just, right. I just listen to the podcast, the other one, if I was you. Okay. Um, this one's very specific just for landscapers. All oh, right. Um, as far as, you know, how, how they should be doing their estimates and scaling it up. Oh, just on that, scroll up for just a sec. I'm at the top right now. Or just, yeah, scroll down, I guess. Um, so right there, I thought I saw some. Um, yeah. Oh, so a hundred thousand a month, but it sounded like in the top I thought a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, there, it's there, monthly there, revenue. Okay, there's some, um, something that, per month. Oh, okay, month. there we go. <clears throat> yeah, that's, yeah, so so basically the course that I made is really just how I started for the past three years, because uh, we've been here four years now. But the first three years of going from zero to the hundred thousand dollar a month revenue marker right. for landscapers It's very specific to landscapers. Okay. All right. So in that, like we break it down, like that first year they're in the field, they're doing the work. Yeah. And then the second year, then you'd be moving the office manager position. And then they need you in the estimator position, which is sales only. Right. And by that fourth year, they're more of a CEO as right. far as working yeah. just I just wonder if there's anything, of course, I'm, I just mentioned I'm actually flying out to North Carolina in yeah. a couple weeks for a guy who's my age, been in business the same amount of time, cool. but you can add a good few zeros to what he's yeah. making that compared to what I am. Mm. And he systemized all this stuff. Yeah. Nowhere near as slick as what you have here. He sent me a box full of paper oh. of manuals and uh. some CDs and in cases. I don't have a CD player. Right. But the information's there. Yeah. And he's available. Um, but yeah, just to glean from him to get me. Mm-hmm. Who's that, by the way? What's that? Do you, who is that? I might not. Um, uh, Jim Dubois, Squidgy nope. Pro. Nope. No, I don't know. That. He probably is not in the podcasting and things like that, I would imagine. Uh, I don't. He's doing CDs, so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because he's my age or whatever, but um, yeah. yeah, he has a system. He's a sales machine. Gotcha. And um, So he'd probably do a lot of uh, print mail. 
I'm assuming flyers or anything like that. Well, I mean, it, um, he does he does a lot of the email. He, oh, yeah, right. yeah, a lot of the email blast right. yep. um, type stuff too. Yeah, and signs and every is trucks are wrapped. <laughs> you know, older vehicles with the wrapped with all those logos mm -hmm. and that. And yep. I've, yep. I've never put a sign on my car. Right. Yeah. It's like I don't want anybody to know who's blasting by me eighty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That kind of stuff. But but anyway, it's. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be a good experience. Like, um, anytime you can learn from someone in the industry is really valuable. Yeah. And the stuff, like, um, uh, like, I would just keep in mind, big companies, even in our industry, if they have been around for a long time, they can be on cruise control. Yeah. Which is like, they have a massive amount of work, so they can, they're still a successful company, mm -hmm. but they really are just living off of recurring clients. They're not in the growth stage. Yeah. Right? And like, right now... Yeah, this guy's growing. He has a built-in... Oh, he's growing yeah. and yeah, still growing. That's good. Yeah. I'd, I'd, that'd be really good for you. Yeah. Just glean from him. So I'll be interested to be there three days and checking that out. So. That's good. Yeah, like, the um, the hard part, being a small business owner, is is a lot of times we think small, but we got to, like, create systems and how the business runs as, yeah. as like a bigger company. I've been a fan of Emith for 20 oh, years. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've taken yeah. little bitty pieces and it's been yeah. in my head, yeah. whatever. And then this guy came along who's kind of has that in mind and seeing what you're doing here too. So it's something I really want to do, but I think I'm finally at the place yeah. to where I have the, a little bit of cushion financially right. to, to do something like that and a little bit extra help, hopefully come off office stuff. Right. Yeah, so he'd probably have some really good ideas as far as hiring because he knows where to look for people. Mm -hmm. So like for us, like we know it's, it's ex-military is really big for us experienced landscapers, but it's got to be a certain type of experienced landscaper. That's the right. same thing. You don't want someone that has, uh, you know, bad habits or been taught by someone else we don't want. So, yeah. so yeah, like, I, I think, yeah, it'd be really valuable. I think the, the, the bottom line is, though, I, in my opinion, is everyone's moving online. And it's slower. What's nice for our market, we're not on the cutting edge. We don't have to be in the Snapchat right now. We don't need right. to be instant, 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 into Instagram. But like our demographic is the baby boomer. Yeah. And you they are. Where they're at. Yeah, and be a little bit ahead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I feel like online for us is like massive amounts of our, our work. It like comes from online. Yeah. Your website's got to be good. I don't care what the guy says. If he's, if he's making a billion dollars a year, I still <laughs> believe the website's got to be like you can improve it massively. Right. So what's nice about the website with SEO, Citroen and Optimization, is once it's done, it's really free. Okay. Right? It's right. not like, like I wouldn't go out and pay someone to do any of this stuff. Right. Like as Search and You'll try to get a ton of people if you go look online. Yeah. People try to sell you Search and Optimization. Oh, yeah, Backlinks, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's simple stuff. Okay. Like if you can get access to your website, make some blog posts, change your descriptions, change your header, right. like change your footer, hide it in the background, whatever, put zip codes in. Right. Like uh, it's not rocket science. And so the problem with the internet thing is so many small business owners don't know what to do and so they buy into this right. thing, right? And so that's like, for me, I don't want people to buy this course because they don't know what's going on. They're like overwhelmed with the internet thing, how to get sales, how to, and just buy it. I want them to listen to the podcast, right. get like as much as they, like get really, get to know that you can really do all this stuff by yourself, Yeah. right? So the only reason I made the course is it's more of a step-by-step, -step, like do X than this, right. Then, right? And so for some people that works a lot better. Yeah. Um, but I would just say that like, you can do probably way more than you think you can. Yeah. But the online place is where it's at. It just is. Like, people are moving online. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Right? Yeah. And I'm really impressed that you've done this yourself. This is, uh, yeah, a, a very... A, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a fun. very, yeah. So, it's easy, pleasing. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of good stuff going with it. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, like, yeah, bounce things off of me if you want to send me your link if you work on it or something like that. Okay. Like, you send, send the web address. I'll take a look at it. 
we do that a lot with the podcast and listeners and things like that. Okay. So, um, that, yeah, I'd say, like, if you can work on your search engine optimization, you don't have any, this is the nice thing about our industries, no one in landscaping and, and window cleaning is looking at SEO and refining their website. So it's actually pretty easy to get to the top. Okay. Um, because no one else is doing it. That's why, like, Yelp and Angie's List is beating everyone when we put in Bellingham Lawn Care. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bellingham uh, Window Cleaning, right? right? Uh, no one's into it. No one's figuring out what the search engine is looking for, okay. putting in that key term of Bellingham Lawn Care. I mean, Bellingham Window Cleaning, right. Ferndale Window Cleaning, Linton Lawn, like all of those things. Okay. And so no one's doing it. So the, the beautiful thing is within six months, you could be at the top of all of those. Okay. And I genuinely believe you triple your business just if you're at the top of all those pages. Yeah, no, it's... It's been more of a fear <laughs> of uh, the increased volume than anything else right. is, uh, yeah, I, um, well, it's, well, most window cleaners, um, yeah. you know, get in the summer, and you probably too, it's just like, you know. Overload. Yeah, well, total yeah. overload. Yeah. Um, the thing is, the thing is, if you can figure out the sales game, yeah. uh, like I always say sales fix all, because if you're making so much money, like it's such a big problem, right. you can go hire someone and pay them more. Yeah. Right? So like we've been able every year we look at how we can compensate the guys better. Right. So like this year we implement a new new payment schedule for they have three years where they know they're at least getting bumped up to a certain level. Okay. Um and and the reason is because we're charging higher prices, but yeah. now the sales part we, we know the funnel's there. Yeah. We know that's there and if I can focus on that, um, and we have that then you can you can have the money to pay the guys. Right. Right? And so if you're if you're offering ten dollars versus twenty dollars an hour, you're gonna get a whole lot better quality person at twenty bucks oh, yeah. an hour. Yeah. You're gonna the problem is you're gonna hold much more people applying. That's why we do the career fair and try to weed people out. Sure. Um, so I'm not doing interviews for twenty days. Right. Um but on the other hand, you know, obviously paying more people you're getting better people. Yeah. Right? So uh, but that just goes back to how solid is a business from a financial standpoint and sales. So I really think sales fixes all. Everyone okay. always says, like, I'm afraid I'm going to get too many sales. I'm like, no, there's never a problem with too many sales. <laughs> right. You can always fix that. You can say no. Yeah, you can always, well, yeah. you can always pay, offer someone to pay, th if, you, if you really were bad, you could pay someone 25 bucks an hour. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you get a good person that can make, you know, do that. Right. The problem is you do, that's not sustainable. you right. got to be able to figure out how you can pay someone 15 bucks an hour and then make some margin on that, right? Yeah. And that's when the systems come into play. What, your typical, if you don't have, what's your typical billing rate on for... Yeah, so we're anywhere between 60 and 100 bucks an hour. Okay. Um, and that's ranging ever from mowing and weeding. you got a lot more expenses than I do. Yeah, yeah. right. We have, well, we have equipment. So yeah. believe it or not, I had Augusta Cleaning Services uh, back in the day. Um, back in the day. <laughs> oh, you guys cleaned the certain amount of some windows that I finished. Oh, that was a horrible job. That was horrible on a lot of... <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'm it... so glad I got rid of that job. <laughs> Down here on the... Yeah, on the oh, they sprayed something all over that glass, and wow. What'd you get off? What'd you, how did you take it off? I think just wool, steel wool. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, maybe some blades, or yeah, and uh, a lot of scrubbing. We were going to town on scrubbing. Yeah. And I was like, get me out of this. We did one house, and I don't even think we did a very good job. Really. Yeah. No, we'll see ya. <laughs> So yeah, we yeah. did. We had it for well, a while. And the crazy uh, roof access, where you yeah. you got this much on a shake roof, and no, you got three stories shady, below. Yeah, really shady. I've never tied off. I don't even know how. Yeah, Just, yeah. Uh, That's crazy, man. But <laughs> no, um, no, we were. I was doing it for a while. Yeah. Oh, I thought someone was calling me. Or, oh no, I just recording. Um, I uh, the we were doing it for a while, but it's like you said, I can't charge. Yeah. Like, the thing is, we got equipment here, right? Yeah. Massive amounts of like we have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment that you gotta buy. Whereas with cleaning, it's like simple supplies. Yeah. It's all labor cost. Yeah. So the, the what your what your objective is is like how do you drive the labor 
price up. So, like, how do you charge 35 instead of 30? Because that $5 is pure profit. Yeah, no, I'm actually doing, yeah, I'm 50. Uh, that's the, good. The slow guys well, are 45. Oh, okay, you're window cleaning, that's right. Yeah. You're not cleaning only, right? Yeah, no, yeah. from 45 to 60 that's to great. 70 to 100 sometimes. Yeah. It's uh, it's a risk. There's risk part in there. Yeah, yeah but I got a huge buffer. Right. Um, which is nice as far as profit yeah. margin. If some guy slows yeah. or something happens, there's a that's nice. make job, make money in every job. Right. But maybe it's... Yeah, see, for much. us, we've got a bunch of equipment moving down the road, so if it's not doing work, it's right. burning 90 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right? So, you know, if they're working, they're making 300 with a crew, but if they're yeah. sitting there, right. it's pet car charging. We're cleaning, that's the nice part. Yeah. But yeah, I got out of it because it was just... <clears throat> the numbers weren't there. Yeah. For, to fran- and there's so many franchises, too, for cleaning. Yeah. Um... But Windows, I forgot kind of there. Windows is different than just regular cleaning. Oh, anyone yes. can do Windows. I mean, anyone can do like residential cleaning, yeah. but window cleaning is a different ball. It that's is, why yeah. it's nice. You can charge a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. No, there's because we were pushing thirty bucks an hour, and it's like, oh my word, this is not. If you have someone trained to you, yeah, they're doing for just like vacuuming, you know, sixty pretty easy. And I'm still paying good. them the same. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been yeah, it's been a good ride. So. And you can always try getting creative with it. Like if you drive enough sales, and you're like, man, this is just not working out. Go and try to find someone that's willing to be a subcontractor or work as an employee, but get a cut of money right. instead of dollar amount. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Business Bootcamp podcast. I'm Mike Andy's. Until next time, be great because nothing else pays.